Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled How to Be a Saint in 2024. Hey, y'all. If this is the first time you've ever listened to the Gotta Be Saints podcast, let me introduce myself. My name is Brendan Gotta, and I am the founder of Gotta Be Saints and the host of this podcast. Today, you're just going to be hearing from me. Oftentimes, I have guests on, but today, it will just be me talking. As you're well aware, the year of 2024 is upon us. And what a great gift. I think for each and every one of us, there's probably some value to be found in looking back at the last year. Why do I say this? I I find it to be important to just look even at a 12-month period and really see how much the Lord is doing in our lives. I think if you look at your life from a day-to-day standpoint, it sometimes seems like nothing is happening, that life is stagnant, that you really don't have a whole lot going on. And then you expand just a little bit, maybe a week or a month, or in this case, a year, and it looks very different. You start to recognize in a greater way what the Lord's been accomplishing, what the Lord is trying to do in your life. And I think if only for this reason, it invites us into a spirit of gratitude. Because I think for most of us, we can say that the past year had some highs and some lows. If you're one of the rare exceptions who feels like the last 12 months has been only a challenge, I'm I'm sorry. Or if you're in the other camp and you feel like the last 12 months have just been bliss, uh, praise God. But I have to believe that if we look closely, we're going to recognize that there was highs and lows no matter what. No matter what side you feel uh, more strongly on that the last year has been tougher or not. If I had to look at my 2023, I would honestly say that it was more highs than lows. It was very busy for me. My wife and I at this juncture do not have children, as you might be aware if you listen commonly or often. And so it has provided us the opportunity to really travel and say yes to many things. We attended many weddings this year. I want to say over 10. And we had a few that we had to say no to just due to conflicts. One of the biggest things that happened this year is my brother got married. And so I gained a sister. Besides that, I was fortunate to travel. My wife and I took two trips this year to Europe, which we weren't expecting to do even one So that was a huge blessing. We spent time in Rome visiting that great city, getting to go to the Vatican as well. Uh, We spent time in Assisi, Italy. We also visited 
Munich, Germany, spent a little time in Germany, went to Austria, Vienna, also visited just for a few hours the place that I studied abroad, which is about two hours outside of Vienna, Gumming. And we also spent time in Krakow. Besides that, we uh, did a decent bit of traveling here in the States as well. Many states we visited, but we took a trip to Massachusetts and Maine. Spent a few days up there. That was beautiful. Had a wedding out in Washington that led us to then go and spend time in Wyoming and Utah. And that's not including all the other random little trips we took to Charleston and the many trips to Ohio. It was filled with many blessings. I can honestly look back and say what a what a gift the past year has been. But those were not the only things. There were some hardships as well. Um, most of all, as I shared a few episodes ago, we experienced a miscarriage, and that was really tough, as you can imagine. Um, you know, that gift of that little child who we named Eden. So exciting, and only to find out weeks later that, you know, we'd lost the child. Um, anyone who's listened to this podcast who's experienced a miscarriage, you uh, have my fullest empathy and sympathy. Um, I know it's not easy, and I have no doubt that Eden will be with us forever, but um, that weight that of loss will, will always be there as well. Besides that, I experienced my parents moving out of their home of, I want to say, 15 years or a little longer, maybe 16 years. We moved into this house when I was entering high school, just a little little guy. And my parents moved to Steubenville really so that all of us kids could go to the university. They loved the town and they had to move out this past year um, due to my dad's health. His Parkinson's disease had gotten so bad that he just needs more care. And so my saintly sister and her husband took them in. So they moved to Columbus just a few months ago. Besides that, um, my brother moved in with me and my wife as he figures out what he is called to do next in his life. All of these things I share because it just is a reminder of what the Lord does in just a short period of time. He's blessed me and my wife in so many ways. The traveling's been so, you know, exhausting, but also such a gift to see so many people, um, you know, to see my family, especially who are all over the, the country to gain a new sister and to celebrate a beautiful wedding. I mean, I, I wouldn't uh, take any of this back. My best buddy from high school got married this year. I mean, there's just so many things. And yet, in all of that, I have to recognize, you know, also the hard things that I just mentioned. And this is the beauty of life, the ebbs and flows and, and through it all, there was, you know, some consistency. And of course, that, that started with two people. Well, of course, one God. Uh, the consistency of God in my life. 
my faith and my creator. You know, they he was so consistent in every way, of course. Um, and it just was a beautiful 12 months, a hard 12 months, but a beautiful 12 months of him just being there, present in my life and kind of accompanying me in each and every season, each and every moment. Um, just such a blessing. And then, of course, my wife, who was also there in all of these circumstances, including, you know, the miscarriage especially, but uh, we also, how could I forget, we also bought a house this year, so that was a big thing. I started a new job. You know, it's funny, as I sit here, I I could probably list off another 10 things that happened just in a 12-month span, and that's just how life works. And God is there in the midst of it all. And so if you're listening to this podcast, if you, I know you didn't listen to just hear me list off what I did in the last 12 months, but I guess my point here is that God is in the midst of all of this. So if you're at home and you're thinking about your own 12 months, I hope, I hope that this gets you to reflect on that. Think about where he's been present and, and see if you can recognize him in each and every one of these moments. Because I think when we start to realize he's there present, our attitude shifts. We start to realize how much we need him. Even uh, I mentioned my wife and I bought a house. What I didn't mention is the day that we got approval for that house that we went under contract. It was the Feast of St. Joseph. Naturally, St. Joseph there active in our move, uh, the foster father of, of God. And, you know, these little things that aren't so little. I walked into a church uh, in Germany, and it happened to be the church of St. Michael. And there were the relics of St. Cosmas and Damien. My brother's name is Michael. His son is Damien. I was able to pray for him and his family there in that church. I I just say this because God... There's, there's no such thing as coincidences. God does these things intentionally. He knows what he's doing. I talked to a coworker. I was talking to them about their children, and they have one girl, and their daughter's name is Eden Gabriel. Well, it just so happens that my wife and I named our miscarriage Eden Gabriel. What are the odds of that? I've never heard that name used. It wasn't until we were picking out a name for the child that we settled upon that. And there, just a few weeks later, I found my coworker with a little girl with the same name. Like I said, there's no coincidences. So I share all this to, to, to make it known um, that there's value in reflecting on what the Lord is doing in our life, both the highs and the lows. I've said that multiple times, but I'm going to say it one more time, the highs and the lows. Look at it. And... See how the Lord is working. And then take that and look at the next 12 months. Say, Lord, I don't know what to expect. Of course, you probably are like me. You have something on your calendar so far, but there's a lot of unknowns. My wife and I were, were joking just today as we looked at our calendar and realizing, all right, we have a few weddings, but just in the last couple of weeks, we've had a few friends get engaged and thought, and another one is coming and another one. And although that means more traveling, it also means more celebrating. 
these beautiful things. You know, we look and hope and pray that in 2024, it's the year that we have our first child, but we don't know. You know, there's a lot of things to hope for and wait for, and yet, you know, have the expectation, but also recognize that God might work in a different way and we have to be flexible. We have to be open to whatever he has in store. And so that is the, uh, the final point I'll make on that is just look at the next year and almost, if you can, have open hands. Say, Lord, I don't know what you want to do with me. I don't know what you want to do in the next 12 months. But I do know that I want you to be at the center of it all. Because if we can do that, if we can really have him at the center of everything, we will be blessed. And he will make himself known to us in a wonderful way, which is going to only leave us happier and filled with more peace. Okay. I thank you for kind of listening to that. I want to shift just quickly to a challenge for all of you. I did this on the podcast in 2022, but I did not do it last year on the podcast. I instead um, made this challenge online, um, which I'm doing again. So there will be graphics that are connected to what I'm about to talk to here. But I want to invite you, the listener, to pick a saint to journey with you in 2024. Like I said, I've done this now the last two years in in different mediums, online and on the podcast. But this challenge, this idea of picking a saint to journey with you over the next 12 months. I've just talked about how God is going to be present there, of course. That is true. But what if you're like me or like so many others where sometimes it's hard to envision God in each and every one of our earthly circumstances because well, we just find ourselves saying, well, he he just can't fully understand how hard it is to be human. Yes, we recognize God made man. Jesus became man. So he has experienced our life. He has experienced all that we've um, gone through. But due to concupiscence, you know, we have this inclination to sin, inclination to go wayward of what he has for us. And so I think the saints in a beautiful way, give us a earthly representation of what we are striving for, or at least what we should be striving for, which is living a holy life, although not a perfect life, but striving for that perfection. And every year we can journey with a different saint the saints give us these wonderful examples. They, they look so different, each and every one of them. And in that example, or in that, um, you know, as we, as we view them, we see different characteristics on display. We see different uh, ways of life. We see that the Lord uses them differently. Some have this grandeur connected to them and others you know, lived a very lowly life, and yet both are raised up now to be celebrated and to be drawn in upon. We are invited to ask for their intercession so that we can live good holy lives, so that we can one day be with him in heaven. 
And so that is why we journey with the saints, because they can help us get to heaven. I want to list off just a few saints that I've picked out. These are the eight that I chose this year. Um, and I and I plan over the year to just share different saints with the Gotta Be Saints podcast, but also the Gotta Be Saints um, social media page. One, Saint Theodora. She's the patron saint of Indiana. If you've never heard of her, I invite you to check her out. 1798 to 1856, um, very instrumental in the state of Indiana and really there in the school system. The second saint I want to invite you to look up or check out is St. Damien of Molokai. Um, I mentioned earlier that my brother has a child. Uh, my brother and sister-in-law have a, have a son named Damien. Uh, they actually named him after this saint, St. Damien of Molokai. He's the patron saint of lepers. A beautiful, beautiful story. So if you've never heard of him, check him out. Thirdly, St. Anna Schaffer. She's the patron saint of laywomen. Uh, again, worth looking at, checking her out. Fourthly, St. Andre Bessette, patron saint of the rejected. Uh, this is a great Canadian saint. Next, St. Gianna Mola. She's the patron saint of doctors and mothers. You've probably seen her picture. Uh, a wonderful example of a holy woman. This guy uh, that I'm now going to share, I just found out about the other day. And I think I want to read more about him, but I think you should check him out too. It's Blessed Josephat Koloski. He's the patron saint of reunion between the Orthodox and the Catholics. And then two more. Uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis. You've probably heard of Blessed Carlo. He's the patron saint of youth. A young computer programmer who died just in 2006. And then lastly, this is uh, probably one of my favorite stories. I might do a whole podcast on this family, but Blessed's Joseph and Victoria Oma with seven children. Um, in short, check them out. They uh, all gave their lives as martyrs in protection of the most vulnerable. In this case, um, the vulnerable who were the Jewish people in Poland during World War II. I share all of these great saints with you because I think, you know, we oftentimes only think of the St. Francis's, the St. Anthony's, the Mother Teresa's, the John Paul II's, and all of these people are wonderful and beautiful. And yet there's so much value in checking out other saints, saints that we may have never heard of, um, saints that lived recently that we can relate to, we can connect to. Now, I'm not saying to not pick the John Pauls and the St. Teresa Calcutta's or St. Therese's or St. Francis's. I'm just saying that there are a lot of great saints out there that can be picked, and they'd like to journey with you as well. So I invite you, more than anything, two things. Take time over the next couple of weeks to reflect on your last year, see how the Lord's been working, and Look at those stirrings in your heart and just reflect on what he's done and what he will do this next year, especially if you're open to his will and his plan. And then, of course, pick a saint and look at the ones I've just talked about. Check out the graphics online, but also uh, feel free to send a message over to the Instagram page and I'm happy to help you uh, pick a saint. But I do think this will change your 2024, having somebody to journey with.
The Lord is so good. He's so merciful and he wants you to be a saint. He wants me to be a saint. He wants all of us to be with him in heaven. And what better way to do this than by journeying there with the help of somebody who has already made it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, share it with a friend or a family member. And also, if you can, give us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. It means a lot and it helps us to be found by more people. Thank you so much. God bless and have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details. Thank you.